Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One minute left in the third. An option play here, and he kept it, and the ball comes free! And picking it up in the end zone is Jalen Graham for a Purdue defensive touchdown! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of the Behind the Rails podcast for Purdue football. Today, we will be talking about the Illinois Fighting Illini as Purdue returns home to Ross Aid Stadium. I am your host, Travis Miller of HammerandRails.com, and with me is Purdue running back Corey Sheets. How are you doing, Corey? I'm on you, Travis. What's going on? I am good. Just got some Thursday night football on. We are recording right now as the Texans and uh, Panthers are locked in a very boring game. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to watch that. I couldn't. It was on like Fubu or Fubu or however you say it. Oh, yeah. Fubu. I think it's Fubu. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm old enough. I remember the Fubu clothing line. But... Yeah, that's what I was I'm thinking. Like, is that really Fubu? Like. <laughs> Because if you look at the symbol, it, look, it looks like a, a weird, it's a cursive O, but it could be an E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, there you go. There you go. But enough about obscure TV networks and clothing lines. Uh, <laughs> we are here to talk. We're here to talk about Purdue football and the second home game of the season, the Big Ten conference opener, the battle for the Purdue cannon, the Illinois fighting line A are coming to town and, uh, we talked about a trophy the last time with the shillelagh. The cannon was a trophy you had a lot more in your career. What was it like having that trophy around? Uh, was it a big deal or not? I don't remember ever losing it, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it wasn't something like you rushed the field for, but it, it was good that like if, if it was gone, you'd miss it. Like when they removed it to bring it for the game, and they did that, they did, um, usually the day before. And back when I was going to Purdue, the trophy cases sat right in front of the meeting rooms, in front of uh, Foxy's desk. So we got to see it every time we walked in to meetings. So whenever anyone was missing, it always was like, all right, something's wrong with that corner. But now they got the trophies in like this big hall of fame looking area. So it's hard to it's hard to notice them, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't take it back home <laughs> or, or bring it home. Or I'm not sure who, who has it. Uh, we've got it. We won it last year in Champaign, and there's a reason that you don't remember ever losing it because you guys never did. Yeah. <laughs> I brought up the I, I brought up the full games list here. Uh, your time in Purdue was when Purdue was on a five game winning streak in the series. Won it in 2005, 37 to three. Won it in 2006, 42 31. And then Illinois went off the schedule for two years, so you didn't even play for it your last two years. Oh, let's see. That's why I don't remember the last few years. I'm like, I don't think we. Because <laughs> I remember a couple of games. I remember it was 
I remember the game up there, it was cold as hell. Yeah, I, I, re- I went to that one because Illinois is usually a nice, easy road trip from Indy. Wow. met my parents and we went over to it <laughs> and it was middle of November. I'd gotten tickets for my mom's birthday and we froze our asses off. That, yeah, that game was miserable. You hear me? Miserable. I think it was windy too, but at least we won. Yeah, so it was yeah, worth we, it. Yeah, we won. Uh, it's, I'm pretty sure if it was gone, we'd miss it. Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff, so we will be right back after this ad. We're back, and better than ever, all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Well, this is actually a very interesting series in that the road team has won eight of the last nine games in the series. Mm. Purdue's won five in a row in Champaign, and Illinois won three or four in West Lafayette. So home field advantage, throw it out the window right now, I guess. I mean, it's still early in the, se- early in the season, so I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the uh, injury report, but uh, home field advantage could be, could be mm. something that's – the fans are there now, right? Yes. It Last year, Purdue won 31-24 in Champaign. It was a bit of a misnomer, though, because Purdue led 31-10 entering the fourth quarter, gave up a couple touchdowns, and needed a goal line stand to uh, <laughs> hold on. It was a wild ride, and then had the game-clinching first down to David Bell down the sideline. It was basically the, okay, we need 10 yards. It's third down. Let's just throw a jump ball and have the best player on the team go get it. And that clinched the game. I mean, that's how you draw it up. Uh, we're home. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to expect Purdue to come off that loss a little bit pumped up. This is the first Big Ten game. So, I would expect them to come out off, like playing a little bit better than Illinois when they already had a Big Ten game they lost. So, they're just itching for a win to get back on the winning streak opposed to opening up the Big Ten the right way, in my opinion. Now, how different was it going from the non-conference season into the Big Ten season? Obviously, those games mean a little bit more. Eh, maybe maybe about not as much more than Notre Dame because that's a big rivalry, but clearly it's it's a different type of atmosphere, isn't it? I mean, yeah, the coaches usually were a little bit more prickish when, <laughs> once we got to Big Ten uh, schedule. But their buttholes were a lot tighter, but uh, – this is really what you're playing for. Like, all that other stuff, yeah, you want to beat Notre Dame and you want to win those non-conference games and start the season off, but this is what you what you play for. You, If you do it the right way, you could mess around and be in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, so. and, and you can't get there without winning that first game, really. Exactly. And <laughs> from, from the way things are looking right now, this to me, this is a game that if Purdue were to drop it, I have a very hard time 
thinking they're going to make the postseason. It's it's kind of one of those. All right, you, on paper this should be a win. I I think they're a level behind Oregon State a little bit, and Purdue was able to take care of business at home there. Illinois started the season with a thirty to twenty two win over Nebraska at home, and they've not much, done much since. They let. Texas San Antonio out of Conference USA score their first ever win over a Big Ten program, 37-30. They got blown out at Virginia, 42-14. And then this last Friday, they lost to Maryland, 20-17, after leading 17-10 with three minutes minutes to go. So they're not playing with a lot of confidence right now. The defense rates dead last in the Big Ten in scoring at 30.3 points per game. Uh, I believe they also have the worst pass defense in the conference, which is significant because Purdue has the second best passing offense in the conference. So that at least bodes pretty well, I would say. Depends on who our wide receivers is. What are IR looking like? (laughs) Uh, David Bell, as of this recording right now, is still in concussion protocol. I kind of would be surprised if he plays on Saturday because yeah, he took he, one hell of a hit. You could scratch that. Uh, if he did he practice? No, he he couldn't practice. So yeah, it's what Thursday tomorrow. No, yeah, he, he's not playing. Right, right. He, he might so, not even travel. Just I mean, it's, it's a home game, so yeah, yeah, he's not gonna play. <laughs> 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 he might not have to go to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Purdue still should be able to move the ball through the air because I mean we have we still have a number of decent receivers. I think I think the passing game will be okay. If Bell's going to miss one game the rest of the way, this might be the best game for him to miss, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah, coming on a one and three team, they three straight, they just itch it for a win. So they're not playing too well, no matter if it's a, a team they should beat, a team they should get blown up by, or a team they surprise and. Didn't know how to play ahead. So, but honestly, I'd have a lot of questions for, like I said last week or the other day, uh, our OC. Is he going to yeah. spread the field and, and go downfield or is he going to throw 100 screen passes? You'd like to see him mix it up a little bit more because Illinois is also 12th in the league against the run, giving up 160 a game. So, you want to try and get that game moving as well. And really, I'm with you. This is a game you want to fix things, pass game, running game, whatever, because you're not going to see a worse defense in conference play. This is the worst defense, at least so far, within the conference. And it's not like they've been playing a bunch of really good non-conference teams. They've already played two conference games against Nebraska and Maryland. So Wait, Maryland's in the Big Ten? Yeah, Maryland's in the Big Ten now. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> a lot has changed since you were playing, Corey. <laughs> Who's in the Big Ten now? Catch me up. <laughs> well, it's the same. It's the same eleven as when you were playing, but they've added Nebraska, Maryland, and Rutgers. Rutgers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the Big Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, it's the Big Fourteen, <laughs> and it's all for TV money that helped pay for that gigantic uh, football facility that you got to see. So. I mean, I could dig it. It was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> it, was worth it. I, I think I think Purdue gets something like $60, 65000000 million in the TV contract every year, so they, they can afford a few things like that. I say, well, they spent that first sixty five already. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, that's okay. All right, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the things that does give me a little bit of pause is the only passing offense that is better than Purdue, at least in terms of yards per game right now, is Maryland. They're averaging 343 yards per game. Purdue's at 326. And Maryland struggled to score on them, honestly. They they only won 20-17. to 17. It took a late, very late rally. Well, they still threw for 350 yards on them. So it looks <laughs> like Maryland did a whole lot of nothing for for what they were doing. I'm saying they probably got – let me see the play-by-play. They probably got up quick. Maryland probably was playing down to them. Yeah, these guys ain't won the game, so we're just going to play how we want to play. Went into halftime, coach lit a fire in their ass, and came out and finished business. <laughs> yeah, it was it was 3-3 three to three at the half. Maryland led 10-3 after the first drive. Illinois got a couple touchdowns, went up 17-10. And then Maryland scored a touchdown with 2-13 left. They forced a punt, went down, kicked a field goal as time expired. Okay, so, so they cussed them out in the fourth quarter, didn't they, when they took their points? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> It was a sloppy game. I managed to catch the end of it on TV, and it was like, okay, neither one of these teams are that impressive. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, they're one and one in the Big Ten. Yeah, you know, Virginia. Virginia's a decent team, but I, I think it's really telling that Illinois went on the road. That's the only road game they've had, and they fell behind real early. They were down fourteen nothing after a quarter, twenty one seven at the half. And just kind of got out of hand after they cut it to 21-14. They, uh, they gave up three touchdowns, and that was it, really. I mean, we get up quick on them. They probably a fold. That's only going to happen if we open this offense, in my opinion. Right. The defense, I feel right. like they've been consistent on all, all levels. So, it's just his offense. Who, who's uh, the running back? Daru or is it? It's probably going to be split between Doru and Downing. Okay. You know, I I really want to see them get going. We we need them to get going because Purdue's dead last in the conference right now in rushing. So you got no balance and you need to at least have a little bit of balance to be successful. You know, it's one thing to lead the league in passing, but right. You got to keep them guessing. You got to keep them honest. And, you know, we really, really need to get somebody going and producing some yards. Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff, so we will be right back after this ad. Exciting news. Our pod is partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love the most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our PlayActionPools.com Football Pick'em Challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em, at playactionpools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest-profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest, Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contests, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor Pick'em as well as cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. So in terms of looking at Illinois' offense, they, uh, they're they also struggling offensively. 
They're only averaging about 23 points a game. They strangely are going to their quarterback that has been less effective as uh, they had a quarterback by the name of Art Sitkowski, a transfer from Rutgers. He started a couple games and he's thrown six touchdown passes, but they are going in favor with, oh, who is their guy here? Brandon Peters. And he has struggled big time. <laughs> I'm calling Vegas. I'm putting money on this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Peters is only 13 to 30 of the season. He's not even completing 50% of his passes. Okay, and he yeah. hasn't thrown a touchdown yet. They're searching right now for answers, and he might he, he probably ain't, ain't it. Yeah, he's been sacked eight times, and he's only played in two games. Mm. So I mean, that necessarily Yeah, that's fault. rough. Ain't necessarily his fault. Yeah. So, but yeah, he ain't doing, he ain't doing much escaping, though. <laughs> no, no. And uh, Purdue actually saw Sitkowski last year because he is a transfer from Rutgers and he played a pretty large role in beating Purdue last year at Purdue. That's why they made the switch. I, it would not shock me if Sitkowski played. He's 58 of 102, 611 yards, six touchdowns, one interception. So their offense has performed better under him than it has Peters. They have a pretty balanced running attack. It looks like they've got four or five guys that are going to be carrying the ball. Mm-hmm. Four got five guys between 80 and 150 yards on the season. So they do spread it around on the ground. That could be interesting, but uh, Purdue's run defense, but Purdue's run defense has been pretty solid this year so far. Right. But yeah, it, it'll be an interesting game. Uh, what what do you see Purdue trying to do defensively against a team that's really struggling? Probably telling the linebackers and DNs that they're probably going to be sending them. They got a new guy that they, they know about back there, but this team is not playing well. So they're probably going to pin their ears back and just be dogs to the wall, <laughs> balls to the wall, right. whatever that saying goes. Right. I mean, especially with Peters, he he does not look like he's very mobile. He's already been sacked eight times. You got to cause a guy, got to cause pressure on that guy, guy like that. He's not playing with any confidence right now, and that can only benefit you when when you pressure him. You know, the funny thing is, he might he might play against Purdue with some confidence just because he got a win last year. No, that that was Sitkowski that got the win last year. Peters Peters actually was hurt against Purdue last year, but he did beat Purdue two years ago in West you Lafayette. You said was starting. Sitkowski is the one that's been playing most of the time, but Peters was the starter, and he came back from injury and started last week, and he's supposed to start this week. Okay, okay, and that's the one that was at Rutgers, right? Uh, Sitkowski was the one at Rutgers. Well, his name is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> to write this stuff down well it's not just the names it's everybody's transferring everywhere right now i mean i'm you couldn't do that back when i played like if you transferred in uh in the big 10 you had to sit out for two years and you couldn't get a couldn't get scholarship money oh it's it's nuts right now and because everybody gets the extra year due to covid you act there's actually some basketball players because they've managed to get the sixth year due to injury Mm -hmm. they can now get a seventh year this coming season i know there's one that he's going to play for like his fourth team and it's his seventh year of college basketball because of injury red shirt all kinds and covid and everything else that's crazy yeah it's a good way to get a doctorate i guess if it's all in scholarship i mean it's all scholarship you gotta pay for it you still get yeah. so <laughs> somebody wants to pay for it. I'll take. I'll go to school that long. Sure, right. And you want to That's shoot. That's almost like a vacation after a while. <laughs> so you know, kind of, what are some of your other thoughts here as we as we look at this and 
just how important is it to get that first Big Ten game to, you know, really get things going for the season? It was always, like, when we played, it was always the hidden yardage. If you can sneak in an interception and take it 20 yards, opposed to just going right down or take a punt, take a punt 40 yards or whatever, getting hidden yards, things like that. So, you probably you probably gonna want to look for that third facet, which is the special teams, to show real big in a game like this because they have the chance and ability to take a game like this and just make it one sided. Right. And no matter what the, their offense is doing or the defense is doing, special teams could just show up big and it'd be crazy. Right, and special teams has been a bit of an issue this year for Purdue. I think the return game has improved. The new kicker Finneran, he's been perfect. But Purdue needs to find an answer at punter. They've run, I think, three different guys out there, and all three of them have really struggled. And like you said, those are hidden yards. If you're only getting 35 yards a kick and they're getting 45 yards a kick, that's a 10-yard advantage right, right there. Right, and that's, that can go a long way if you do that 10 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's going to be a good game to watch. I'm glad it's a home game. Yeah, and it's it's always fun to play at home. You've got a three thirty kickoff, so you're not in that noon slot. The sun's gonna be going down. Gonna be some really good weather. Lights are gonna be on. Maybe sleep in a little yeah, bit. You gotta wake up all early. Take that long <laughs> that that long walk. Or wait, do they do the walk still? Or do they do uh, bring them by buses now? I think they still do the walk because you guys walk from what the Union Hotel to the stadium. Uh huh. Listen here. Oh, there you go. After the first couple games. You stop wearing uh, hard bottoms. You start wearing sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, but I used to wear used to wear hard bottom shoes. I'm like, man, you know what? Ain't nobody even out here at eight o'clock in the morning even see us walk half the time. I'm wearing sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize there's an eight a.m. walk for a noon game, but it does make sense, uh, especially if you're staying over in the Union Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, six a.m. breakfast. Yeah. Oh, not only that, you play. You played before we had the permanent lights, so almost all the games were at noon. Pretty much. Yep. Only the only only games they had that was uh under lights was like big game, big TV games. So pretty much whenever we play Ohio State, Notre Dame, I feel like one year Notre Dame paid for the lights to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think what the old rule was is the tv networks had to pay for the lights if there was going to be a night game Mm -hmm. and so since notre dame that was one of the few games not on nbc and they get all the tv money and whatnot espn's like oh we get notre dame well of course we're putting this one at night and putting it on prime time which you know it's always i love night games they're more fun anyway yeah it just kills your night after especially if you win (laughs) <laughs> yeah, game game don't usually end till till crazy late, and you usually tired. You can't get that nap in to go to sleep before you go out celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, where was your go to place to celebrate? Was it Harry's? Was it Neon Cactus? What are we talking here? That used to be like the place you ended up after like whatever party was going on on campus. I was more of a campus party guy. Like I didn't really go to the bars too often. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. But when I when I did I did I did used to end up at Love Shack before they got rid of it. That was my spot after the party. I'm going to the Love Shack, get me a calzone, and oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sit up here for a little bit, 
talk to the drunk people and then call it a night. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, I loved love shack. Uh, it opened after my time there, but as long as it was there, it was like, we're hitting that after every game but, before driving back. Especially if you've been drinking it's, and it's always the perfect size. It wasn't too much food. It wasn't just a little bit of food. It was the right amount of food. Get you that side of ranch and you dip, dip, dip your heart away. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. My, my wife loved it. Uh, I, I can't remember if Love Shack was there since my son's been born. I think I think it was at one time. Oh, yeah, she's nodding her head at me now that it was. So I think <laughs> my kid loved it. Uh, they turned it into a Jimmy John's now, and that's just a crime. That's I, I a crime. was so, so disappointed. They, they should have just turned it into a bookstore or something. <laughs> well, it, it, was a, it was a comic book shop when I was there. I remember that they used to tell me, like, it was still, they used to have, like, the old paperwork, like, like, they didn't tear too much down. They just put ovens in there. <laughs> and yeah <suits. laughs> yeah because yeah. i think it was owned by vons next door mm-hmm. oh man man i could damn i could go for some love shack right now <laughs> <laughs> all right well now that we have talked big 10 openers now that we've talked uh sadly closed food places in west lafayette i guess we can go with a prediction now we can since we're talking big 10 games i think we can go with predictions after after we do these previews. So what are you seeing on Saturday? What's your score? Um, I'm going to say 38, 24, That's comfortable win. That's, that's a nice, comfortable win. Uh, I, I don't know. I think with bell out, the offense might struggle to get going a little bit, but I think we see something along the lines of the Oregon state game. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 31, 20. I'll go 31-20 for a Purdue win. Okay. But the reason why I'm saying that, though, I got a, I got a feeling that the running back is going to have a field day just on some random stuff. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Uh, Horvath had – I think Horvath had a 100-yard game against him last year. So, mm-hmm. the room will be there, I think. Yeah, so we might we might rush for, for 150. Ooh, I'm going to add, like, add that in there, too. Like, like one guy goes for 150 or is a team 150? No, nah, team 150 because, you know, the quarterbacks got to get their rush. And they always sneak that in there, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you hear it here. Both Corey and I are thinking for a Purdue win on Saturday. So we do appreciate you listening. And we'll definitely talk to you guys next week or talk at you guys. It's not like we're interacting with the audience or anything. What am I saying? <laughs> But uh, we do appreciate you for listening and being patient with us as we work these things out. So for Corey Sheets and for myself, Travis Miller, HammerAndRails.com, this has been the Behind the Rails podcast and looking forward to keeping the cannon in West Lafayette. So boiler up. BTFU as always. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.